And we are live. How are we doing, Wolfpack fans? This is Pack Center, your one-stop shop for all things Nevada sports. I am your host, Austin Paschke, joined by my co-host, Tyler Seth. We also have Isaiah Burroughs in here as well. It is March 6th, a day after we lost in the Mountain West tournament. This is the morning after that, and this is our... Uh, kind of immediate reaction to what happened last night. So stick with us, guys. It's going to be a great episode coming on up. And we're back. Like I said, moment of silence for Nevada basketball after we lost to Wyoming. What was it? We lost by three. The final score was 74-2. 71 immediate reaction now that the basketball season is over well we technically don't know it's over we could maybe get a cbi but we did lose to the literally the last ranked team in the mountain west tournament last night it was bad on all fronts i mean the first half we ended the first half going into the locker room up by 10 and then it was just all hell broke loose after that Jalen Harris fouled out, I think, with two minutes left or four minutes left in the game. Um, Lindsey Drew led all scores on our team with 19 points. This ultimately was a ending that I don't think anyone saw coming. I definitely did not see us losing in the very first round. I definitely saw us going to the semis. That's where I could have saw us losing. But now that this season is over, we have time to reflect on how the season went. But let's start with last night. How do you guys think the the game went last night? Very disappointing ending to our season, but ultimately it is done. What did you guys see last or last night that really um, struck a chord with you guys? I mean, just the the unable and unwillingness to fight in the second half. Once we scored or didn't score, I should say, for ten minutes, didn't have that field goal. I think that really hurt in kind of the whole teams. Um, perspective and you know some egos are really bruised I mean you see Jalen Harris have probably the worst shooting night in yeah. anybody uniform yeah. uh, 13 of his what 17 points came from the free throw line it's usually something we really don't see from Jalen Jazz another kind of off shooting night Nizar off the bench was good and then everyone else was just kind of below average last night so obviously second half woes without a field goal in 10 minutes you can't win a basketball game when you do that and give credit to Wyoming. I mean, they played a really tough game, and you could tell they definitely wanted it more out there. Isaiah, how do you think last night went? Yeah, I think just to carry off from what Tyler said, it's more of a bad look on our part, but I want to give Wyoming credit too. Just coming back mm-hmm. from that halftime deficit and finding scores outside of Hunter Maldonado was really important, and they fed they fed the beasts down low, and you got to credit them where – give them credit kind of where credit is due, and that's – it's up to them, so – at the end of the day, it's kind of a tough pill to swallow, but congratulations to Wyoming, and they're really making Mountain West Conference history right now. So. Yeah, first 11 seed to even win the first game, let alone go on to the semis now as they take on Utah State, which I think is going to be closer than a lot of people think. I think Wyoming is probably the hottest team in the Mountain West right now. Like, they're just rolling on all cylinders, and they, I mean, we've been saying it, we we shut down Molinado, we shut down Hunter Thompson, but yet this Quan Marble kid, is that how you say his name? Yeah, Quan Marble. Quan Marble the third, 38 minutes, 24 points. 
just went crazy on us last night. I mean, he did have six or six turnovers, but absolutely went off with 24 points. I just I was at a loss for words of what happened last night. Definitely, I mean, yes, credit to Wyoming for making Mountain West history, but why did it have to be against us on you know, this was a tournament where I thought we might be able to sneak into the final and maybe steal an NCAA tournament berth. And that definitely, definitely did not happen last night. But looking at the season as a whole, how do you guys think the first year under Steve Alford went? I think it was a transition year. While it was kind of, we didn't really know what to expect from this year. It could have went really well. could have went really, really bad. But ultimately, um, I mean, if you guys had to get an A through F kind of like school grade on what you guys thought about this year, first year under Steve Alford, what would you guys say? I think the first thing that came to my mind was a B. I was thinking yeah. B plus, A minus territory, but okay. I'm, I'm in a bit of a conundrum because if I look at the season as a whole and you're telling me heading into this year that we finished 19 and 12, one went away from another 21 season – with the amount of depletion on our roster and the amount of young guys we had to inherit and a new head coach at the helm, I would say that's it's big thumbs up. I'd be taking that all day. But then it seems like the second half of the story, we clinch a top four seed in the tourney, yep. lose to an 11 seed, yep. kind of lose our mojo at the end, and I think that's where I have to knock them down a couple grades, and I mm. think that's why I'm sticking with a B. Still a good season overall, but plenty of room for improvement and kind of a sour taste at the end. Definitely. Tyler, what are you thinking? Yeah, I think I'm along the same lines as Isaiah. I think he said it perfectly. I mean, if you look at this team, we had one person on the roster, uh, new coach, everyone's getting recruited back. Yeah, if you would have told me that back in in the summer when we, we hired Alfred, I would have been ecstatic with it. I'm going to go with like a B- minus, just because I think like halfway through the season, I think this team has so much more potential to yeah. go farther and you know make maybe an NIT or maybe like a high seed in the CBI. You know, early in the season we had that skid, and then it was the um, tournament we played in down in. Oh, the, was that? the U.S. Verizon. Yeah, US the Virgin Verizon. Islands. For Virgin <laughs> Islands. U.S. Verizon Island. No, Virgin Islands. Yeah. Yeah, the Virgin Islands where we just absolutely dominated, and I think that's that was kind of a really bright spot and a turnaround for Pac fans saying like, "Hey, we're here." And then obviously getting blown out by you know St. Mary's, mm -hmm. and we got blown out by Utah State mm -hmm. in Utah State. Uh, a couple of those games were a tough ones to swallow. So if I'm looking at the season as a whole, I'm going to go with uh, a B- minus, just because I think it was a successful season considering what we had in this offseason. But as the season went along, I think there was a lot more potential that still wasn't unlocked so far. I definitely agree because heading into the season, we didn't know how we were going to do. But, I mean, when we were in the season, it was like, okay, we have a little bit more, I think, we working with us than we thought. So that's where I was kind of like, okay, we actually could steal an NCAA tournament berth. We could actually have a pretty special season just because of the uncertainty that is the Mountain West tournament. I mean, look at Wyoming right now. They're doing some crazy stuff. But at the same time, that's why I have to knock them down a little bit because I would sit between the B minus B range because of what did happen with Alford and the team. Because like Alford coming in, no one's on the team. Every single person in the transfer portal, we don't know how he's going to do, yet steps up, have a pretty decent season. One win away from 20, like you said. That's pretty impressive. So I would have to sit in between a B or a B-minus range. 
But flipping back to what happened last night, 10 minutes span of not having one field goal. Absolutely went the coldest I think we've seen them, I want to say, since that second half against San Diego, right? Yeah, you're right there. Because, but even maybe even more cold than that. Because, I mean, not scoring one field goal for 10 minutes when you have Jalen Harrison, you have, I mean, I was just dumbfounded of what was actually going on. Like, I was literally like, I from there I was like, yeah, I think we, we're losing this game. You can't go 10 minutes without a field goal and win a game. It's just unheard of. I have no clue what was happening. Kane Milling taking that last shot. Season's on the line and Kane Milling takes that last shot. There was a lot of questionable things that went into that second half. And I, I was dumbfounded. I didn't know what was going on during that that whole 10-minute stretch. Pretty much that whole second half. I would, had no clue what was going on. Yeah, I mean, 11 consecutive missed field goals. Yeah. And I think the thing that we mentioned with San Diego State is at least we kind of stayed competitive throughout that second half exactly. at the line. Yep. It seems like last night it was just drive and kick, drive and kick, shoot, shoot, shoot. Let's shoot our way back into this thing. And sometimes that's not always the recipe for success. And when we could actually slow the game down Mm -hmm. and get some points at the line, I think that could have really helped build our confidence, not only on the offensive end, but the defensive end. So that's just something we got to swallow and go from there. So that's kind of a tough way to end it, though. This is a question I want to pose now. There was obviously the Mountain West Awards came out. Jalen got Newcomer of the Year. He was, I would say, runner-up for Mountain West Player of the Year. He would have probably gotten it if Malachi Flynn and San Diego State isn't doing what they're doing. Ducher, that's how you say his name, Brian Ducher. Brian Ducher. San Diego State's head coach said apparently everyone gets a ribbon, right, for participation, saying that about Jalen Harris getting the Newcomer of the Year award. Jalen Harris took to Twitter, was kind of upset about that. In a game where he could have proved so much, in a game where he could have flipped everyone's mind, in a tournament where if he would have led them to an NCAA tournament berth, he could have maybe got drafted. Could have, you know what I mean? Or at least got looks. I mean, no, I'm just, that's just very bold takes right now. It's well, pretty, I, mean, it, it, I mean, he's getting looks already. Lead a team to an NCAA tournament berth? I'm, no, I'm just, I'm not just talking about his NBA future. I'm talking about just really putting it on him right now. Right. Just, and, but do you see what he did last night? Is it is it too harsh to be critical of his game last night? It's not harsh to be critical, but two for hey, thirteen. Look at how he shot. We shot thirty six percent from the field. It's not on him. Oh for five shot, behind the arc. Couldn't make one three. Everyone has a bad game every once in a while. Definitely, but in a game that meant so much, in a game that where the season's on the line. I'm not placing all the blame on Jalen on that oh, one. Oh, no, anything, neither am I. I'm anything, just saying. I'm not saying. I'm not placing the whole blame on him. We didn't lose the game because of Jalen Harris. We lost the game because we couldn't shoot down the stretch. We literally went cold the entire second half. We kind of settled in that first half once we went up by 10 a little bit. Alfred was screaming at the guys, but the guys didn't really respond. And I, But I do pl- place some of the blame on, on how he played. I mean, 2 for 13, 0 for 5 in an elimination game where you're looking at a semifinal Mountain West, like against the last-ranked team in the Mountain West. I was very, very confused at his play last night. To only, I mean, 17 points because of the free throws, but 2 for 13, over 5 from beyond the arc is atrocious. I think it's, I think it's, I can see why you want to, like, I, it's, it's cool to blame some of the blame on him, but at the same time, I think 
one for sure is you got to take seating out of it at this point. Number 11, number 6, number 5, number 3. It doesn't matter at this point. Everyone's ready to play. It matters Everyone when Wyoming wins eight games in the regular season. Hey, Seven at games. this point, when you're in it, you're in it. True. This is true. This That's is why true. they're making history right yep. now. you got to throw your regular season away. you got to throw your mantra that's gotten you to this point. They did that. And the thing that I will give Jalen credit for, besides not giving him credit for fouling out, but he was one of the aggressors coming to the line and Definitely. bringing us back in that game. He had six straight free throws before he fouled out with 234 left, which was infuriating. But Definitely. I see where you mean that some of the blame can be placed on him, but at the same time, there's a lot. Of, I, there's a lot more blame to go around. Oh, definitely. I mean, let's and talk I about. I don't want to put it all on. Her. Right. No. Yeah. No. I totally agree. And there's a lot more blame. Let's talk about Lindsey. He had a great game. Eight for ten from the field. Three for four from beyond the arc. Six rebounds. Yet foul trouble kept him out of this game. Four personal fouls. Jazz Johnson, a very poor shooting night. Like Tyler said, five for seventeen from the field. He made three threes, but was three from eight from beyond the arc. So while. While there is a lot of blame to go around, I think some has to fall on Jalen, though. You know what I mean? Definitely. Yeah, I mean, and listen, Jalen looked uncomfortable basically Mm -hmm. all night. We saw him driving. We said this during the game when we were watching, Austin. It was every time he was in the lane, it's either he's getting, you know, hacked or he's getting stripped. He just looked uncomfortable driving to the basket, which is something that's, you know, we usually don't see from Jalen Harris. Mm -hmm. He's usually, you know, I'm going to put my head down and I'm going to make a, or I'm going to find a way to score this basketball whether it's myself or finding an open teammate. And I think just last night he was just uncomfortable. It was something about the Wyoming game plan that made it like that. You know, give credit, some more credit to Wyoming. But, yeah, just not a good night from Jalen Harris. And that's one of those games where we really needed him to have a good night. I think that was – we were talking before the game. That was one of the keys is, you know, Jalen has a good night and then we have a a Lindsey Drew or a Nisbet Zuzov really step up this game as well. And, you know, those both of those players really stepped up. It's just Jalen couldn't find himself last night, I feel like. He just couldn't find his rhythm, couldn't get into anything. So, it was, yeah, it was just a tough one to watch from at least his perspective. But you definitely can't place the, all the blame on Jalen Harris. Definitely. We have bigs that score four points, and mm-hmm. all those come from K.J. Himes. Yep. John Carlos has three. Robbie has two. I mean, it's production we've seen all season, mm-hmm. but something we'd like – to change especially like you said in an elimination game and then Zane Meeks just having another off night as well Uh, so a lot of blame to go around it was kind of a whole team effort you know when you don't score for 10 minutes you can't blame that on one person it's definitely it's a whole team but definitely some disappointing performances last night that kind of led to that loss well and it's what we've been seeing throughout the entire season I mean look, look at the four people that actually showed up and scored in this game and it's our four guards and that's been the recipe all season that if you shut down our four guards and if we don't shoot well it's going to be a very long game for the Wolfpack and we didn't shoot well and ultimately it's a game that we have uh, now lost and our season I mean, like I said it's not ultimately done but maybe you never know uh, do you guys see us playing in the NIT or CBI hosting a game of the CBI maybe what what do you guys see now that this season or this Mountain West season's done um, what do you guys see as the short future for this um 2019-2020 season i mean i don't see us getting into an nit yeah, no. uh, of any sort maybe a cbi but then again that is still kind of slim in my mind i think we're definitely qualified enough to get into the cbi but it's the fact does alfred really want to play a couple more games at home when you know the season was basically kind of ended in this fashion it was definitely not the best way to end a season 
do you really want to pick everyone up again and say right. let's go at this a couple more times? I don't really think so. Plus, I don't think for a team playing in the CBI, especially a team like us where we had such high expectations for kind of the season when we were, you know, in the middle of the season, talking about NCAA tournament burst, talking about, you know, a decent seed in the NIT. I think that that all kind of fell short. I really don't see us playing in a CBI at all. But if we do play in the NIT, that is something that would be extremely cool because there's a lot of big-name teams that are probably going to be playing in the NIT, like Virginia, North Carolina, teams like that we might be able to play. But Isaiah, where do you think we uh, end the season officially in the next coming weeks? Yeah, I'm completely on board with Tyler in this one. I know my predictions have been... Just atrocious. So I'm sorry. Since I've it's been all over here. the board. We're With, we're really like bold on our predictions. You kind of tone it back a little bit. It, it feeds really well. Off it's yeah. And then when I try and go bold with other sports, it just completely <laughs> goes off the rail. But I just, I I completely agree with Tyler saying that. I don't know if you want to rally the troops for CBI, considering the way it ended. Right. Maybe it's best just to let the dust settle and build for next year. So, I think an NIT is totally out of the range at this point. But if they want to play in the CBI, I know at least some fans will pack Lawler, and it'll be exciting at least to have a couple more games remaining for the season, no matter what significance they have on the schedule. Right, definitely. And then you'll be able to see, I mean, the seniors one more time. I mean, who doesn't want to see Lindsey Drew play one more game in, inside Lawler? I mean, that'd be really cool. But, I, I mean, I agree. I don't, I, if we could sneak into the NIT, I think that's something that we have to try to do. If it's a CBI, I don't know if we really want to push that envelope. But, but it would be cool to see the seniors play one more time before the end of the season. Looking to next season, we have a lot of people leaving. Like we said, John Carlos, Lindsey, Jazz, and Nisre all gone. Hopefully Jalen. I mean, I don't see Jalen going to the draft this year. Um, I, I'm sure he'll probably work out with some teams, maybe get some feedback, probably go without an a agent. And then I'm guessing he'll come back for next season while we have a young group Hopefully a better front court that can kind of surround him a little bit better. But, and then we also have some other sports going on right now. Baseball, softball, they're playing this weekend. We'll be able to recap that on Monday. But any last thoughts about this game that happened last night or overall basketball season as hopefully we'll have a couple more games to break down, but we don't know that for sure. Um, but basketball season is quickly and surely coming to an end for uh, the Nevada Wolfpack. Yeah, I mean, it's a tough one to see go. Obviously, it's one of at least our favorite sports to kind of yeah. talk about and really dig into. So it's kind of tough to see it, especially end like the way it did. But, you know, all in all, I think the successful season in Steve Alford's first campaign, first of many, many campaigns yeah. he'll have here at Nevada. And I hope that we can just build on this, like you said, a young kind of younger team that we get back next year. But hopefully kind of those freshman minutes that we saw this year that came in getting getting minutes – Zane Meeks getting minutes, uh, KJ getting minutes, all those young guys hopefully can really take those minutes they took this year and use them to develop over the offseason. And hopefully we get a couple new transfers to the Warren Washingtons, yeah. um, which is going to be really exciting person to see next year. Um, but all in all, this season, I think it was a success. So, you know, I'll take that all day. Isaiah, what are you thinking? Yeah, um, I know it's a tough way to end it, but there's a lot of – growth and development within this program over the next coming years and I'm just excited to see the development of KJ Zane and Kane mm -hmm. and along with more with what Alford can really dig his hands into in the recruiting field and the transfer portal so it'll be really interesting to see and I'm just ready for another 2020 2021 campaign for Nevada basketball but I know at least on the 
positive end. The Mountain West Conference tournament looks really, really good right now. The matchups, it's going to be fun. I mean, basketball's not over. Maybe Nevada season's right. over, but Mountain West Conference basketball in March has just begun. So What a perfect segue, Isaiah. It's almost like I told you to say that because, yes, basketball is not done. We will have plenty of basketball to break down. We're going to be breaking down Mountain West tournament as that comes to a close soon. We'll be breaking down NCA tournament uh, games as well. We can hear you whispering over there. Oh, you know? I'm sorry. I thought, I thought you guys... <laughs> Yeah, put the mic on. <laughs> we have a lot of basketball to break down for you guys. Basketball talk on Pack Center is not over just because Nevada basketball is over. Okay, guys? Just some stats, though. This loss broke the four-year streak of reaching the Mountain West tournament semifinals. And now... NIT or CBI birth as we're looking towards the end of the season. Also, Washoe County has Corona, so we're all we're all we're all screwed in that case too as well. There's a lot of bad things that happened yesterday. All right, guys. God, but we'll be able to break down all sports: baseball, softball, track and field, men's tennis, every sport going on at Nevada campus on Monday. So you guys will be able to stay tuned and look for that episode as well. I want to thank you guys for giving us your time and your ears, and I want to say go Wolfpack.